All right. Um, I I want to start, Derek, just by by telling a story. Um, you know, I've been treating addiction now for um, I don't know how many years now, a long time. And um, I had this week three friends of mine reach out to me. And all three of them just kind of sat me down. I, you know, I joke with my friends a lot. We have a good time. You know, we, we go to football games and whatever. But I can tell when I get that phone call where it's like, hey, I, I need to talk to you about something. And so I really appreciate when a friend does that because um, I, I know that they, they trust me and they, they, they realize I want to help them. Um, but I had three friends this week sit down with me. And all three of them sat down and told me about addictions that are going on in their life. And it just got me thinking, like, you know, we're all addicted. We're all trying to numb our lives out and and in so much pain. Um, And and it got me thinking, why? Why why the way the world is and, and, and what's going on around us? Are we all trying to escape and numb out? What do you think? I think, I think there's less. Con- I was thinking about this like throughout the week. Actually, I've been spending a lot of time thinking about this. Um, I think that there's very, there's very few connections that people are making now. Like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I mean, with everything that's going on, the accessibility of information, people's, people's attention span shortening. I feel like nobody's really having a conversation, and when they do, they're not really connecting they're not really like vulnerable it's all very surface type thing and i think that that's affecting people emotionally and they're not feeling loved and they're not loving themselves i think that's a i think you're nailing it for one of the reasons why is you know you could you could look at it and say we got a lot more connection going on than we've ever had things like social media uh, you know we can be on our phones t- talking to people texting people connecting to people more accessibly than we ever have but at the same time what you're saying is true it's like our connections are they're they're not as deep they're not as real and um and with that you know that lack of connection how does that translate into addiction um i think that you want to you want to either want to feel something or you just don't want to feel you don't want to feel anything at all okay so Okay, so you want to feel something or you don't want to feel anything at all. So h- hang on here. Um, what you're saying is, and you and I both know, well, we're just not saying it outright, is the opposite addiction of addiction is connection. Yeah. Um, that, that an addict is looking for a, something to fill a void. They, they want to feel a sense of belonging. They want to feel um, a sense of worth. And we get those feelings from our connection to to God, from our connection to other people. And when we lack those connections, then we get those things artificially from our connection to alcohol and food and sex and, and things that are really addicting, right? Yeah, yeah. So when we lack that connection, we look for a void to fill. Absolutely. It, yeah. Well, I, you know, I was actually just, I was talking to somebody about this last night. I think this is this is kind of... To, to look at it like an average person in their average day life and why I think this is happening is my life now, or not necessarily my life, but, but a lot of individuals' lives now is 
this is my Facebook profile. This is my Instagram profile. Right. Like this is who I am. This defines me. So, but but it's a false self. Exactly. That, yeah. That's like not a real situation, right? It's, but it's a like, fabrication. These are the vacations that we go on. This is my family. These are my kids. This is all the perfect shit that I do, right? Right. And so, now in my in my real life, I have to protect that life that I've created, which isn't even a real life. Right. It's just the projection of what I want people to think that my life is. And then so when I really have to connect, it makes it more difficult because I have to protect this. It, it, it's actually some crazy shit if you think about it. Right. Because now the, the I am, my Facebook profile, my Instagram profile, the pictures that I'm posting, the pictures that I'm sharing on my blog, on my podcast, this is who I want you to think that I am. And then in some weird way... I, I am that. I, I You know, it's interesting, as you're saying that, Derek, it gets me thinking. The, the more authentic a person is in their real life, the less prone they are to addiction. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. So the more fake they are, the more shame-based they are, um, the more they're trying to put on a facade, the more they believe that nobody will love them as they are. Yeah. And they're looking for that validation in all these unhealthy ways and trying to create this story with other people but deep down, they just feel they feel broken. They feel sick. They feel feel this void, right? For sure. So you go to alcohol, you turn to drugs, and in that split second, when you get drunk or when you get high, it's like ah, oh, I feel okay, relief. Yep, yep. I don't have to. I don't have to keep it up the facade anymore. I don't have to do any of that. I just get to sit here and drink. Yep. Or and 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 it takes it all away, yeah. right? Well, and, and, and so as we, as we think about, like, well, why is this perpetuating? Like, why is this getting worse? And I think that's one of the biggest reasons is we just have more platforms now to build up a our false fa- our self. Our fake self. Our fake self. And so that means we have to, there's going to be more pain in actually getting vulnerable and, hey, this is who I am. So whenever we delve into that realm, mm-hmm. you know, like, even like with dating, you know, dating now, I, I was just having this conversation on a date it's, last night, how, right. how you have to go through 10 dates and we're not even doing anything that, that is actually really a part of your life, right? We're going to like a place we're talking and you're telling me who you want, you're telling me who you want me to think that you are, <laughs> right. right? And then right. it's like, okay, this is great. Like, so now, now I, I know who you like want to be. But then all of a sudden, it's, it's not till later, till like eight to ten dates in that you start realizing who you're actually yeah, hey, starting to date. Yeah, this is date. my family. This is my family situation. These are my real raw thoughts. These are my emotions, right? But it's like that it, is it becoming a, less and it less. It takes a lot longer to cut through the bullshit to get down to who somebody actually truly is. For sure. And now yeah. more than ever with yeah. everything that's going on, I think with it's interesting. the way we share information and the way we project who we are. So, so you take that and you mix it with... Other things that I think are contributing to addiction, things like um, we lack real um, purpose, we lack real adventure in our lives. We think that we we, uh, we have to sit in a desk all day and and make money, right? And, and sit in front of a computer all day long, and we don't get have this. We don't have healthy forms of arousal in our lives and healthy forms of fun, right? And so we wait until Friday, we hit the weekend, 
and then it's time to just binge. It's time to just go at it, right? And, and I think the way that the input of, of, of our lives, the, the way that our culture is set up, sets up addiction. We have accessibility to all these things. We have accessibility. There's accessibility to drugs, alcohol, sex. Like those things are increasing. In the meantime, um, our, our level of feeling alive is decreasing, yeah, right? For sure. So you mix those two things together along with this shame and this false self. You, you're kind of creating this perfect mix it's the perfect chemistry for numbing our lives out right Absolutely, yeah um have you so so derek I, w- I want you to speak to your experience when you when you f- when your addictions first really started to, to take off um what would you attribute that to on a, so it was a little bit different because i'm not like heavily into social media right. but it was the same principle like i <clears throat> Because of the way that I was interpreting the way I, like I was raised, right? Like, right. I created like a different life, you know? I mean, really, what, exactly what we're talking about is, is exactly what happened to me, but not like necessarily because of all the social media things. It was because I felt expectations with the way that I was raised and what I needed you to be. You should be a certain way. I should be a certain way, right? Right. <clears throat> and so... There's no way I was doing things like when I would fall short in those ways. It was so painful. Right. You know, it hurt so much. And there's no way I, c- I could expose myself in my mind. So, so these beliefs of I'm a failure, I'm not enough, I can't live up to this. Yeah. Those were too overwhelming. Right. Uh, They're all, all encompassing. Yep. Right. So you're trying to build this false self yep. to tr- combat against that. Yep. Right. Different friends. You know, I, I completely hid my lifestyle from from the old from my you know my original lifestyle uh-huh. and so really it was like a direct correlation of i couldn't expose myself i couldn't be vulnerable and like that just made it worse yep. and worse yep addiction's best buddy is denial well there, he addiction has a couple best buddies denial's one secrecy is another isolation so so when you're isolated in who you think you are but you're putting out to the world this other thing that you're trying to get them to think who you are yeah. um you're you're just alone there for sure and yeah well and it's like and people think like well, i used to think isolation it's like i'm <clears throat> Down in, in a in a dark, murky, uh, yeah, damp dungeon bedroom, yeah. and you never get out of like bed. Like in this corner, yeah. right? Which it actually got to that point. Yeah, like it does get sure to that me. point. You know, it yeah. does physically get to that point. But it's like, what is isolation? And it's exactly what I just expressed. That's what isolation right. was for me. Is it's sure like I could be that person when I needed to be that right. person for a time. But then there was never any real authenticity. Right. There was no vulnerability with the shit that really was affecting me, that was hurting me, that was painful. And it's like it created like this detachment completely of my emotions, reality, connection, all those things you fell know, by the wayside. It's it's it just perpetuates itself and it grows. You know, the more the more you feel unworthy of love, um, the more you create not getting love in your life. Yeah. The more you feel unworthy of love, the more you isolate. Um, the more you feel unworthy of love, the more you become a faker. And so people can't cut through the stuff to get to who you really are and connect to you. And, and, and really the answer, uh, this might sound cheesy and cliche or whatever, but the answer to, to, to addiction, and if you want real recovery, you allow yourself to, to be loved. And... and and you feel that connection, and when you get that connection, you don't need the addiction anymore. Um, so yes, so okay, so shame, um, living a false self, 
right? Accessibility. Um, another one that's common these days is, you know, think about it. My, my kids start screaming and I don't want to hear them scream. I got a couple options. I can take care of it like that. Like, what can I do? I mean, you could, you, like, we're we talking murder type situation? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't, I mean. This is what, okay, I don't want to deal with my kid. I don't want to deal with their, their emotions. Oh, you could leave. You could just, you could. I, I could leave them. But, but, but you know what the easy thing to do is? I just bust out the iPad and I throw a cartoon in front of their face. Sure. There was, you actually left. There's a lot of options there. <laughs> I know. You weren't following me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but we as parents teach our children how to numb out. Hmm. Um, if I don't want to deal with their, their whininess and their, their frustration or their sadness, I'll buy them a candy bar. I hear, hey, here's some sugar. Eat it. Every holiday, let's let's just numb out with sugar. Um, every day, they have they have screens in front of their face all day long, avoiding feeling real life. And so, what are we doing? We're training little addicts to it's grow up crazy, to to yeah. numb their lives out yeah. and and avoid pain. And if we don't want to be addicted, we need to learn how to sit in pain. We need to learn how to be vulnerable and tolerate that and connect to it in that present moment. And so. Um, all the all the all the numb outs that we're giving our kids, you know, this this generation that's that's coming up now, they were raised in an environment where they didn't have to feel boredom boredom yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, they didn't have to sit in their stress for as long, right? And they could just numb out, and and it was accessible right there all the time for them. It's so. it's actually, and I hate to be like the doom and gloom type type thing, but I mean, can you imagine if? If we're already, because I didn't, I was in, I was in high school. We didn't have cell phones. I mean, right. The internet. We're old, is, we're old school. Th- this is crazy, but I actually, the internet was like new. It came out my senior year of high school. <laughs> uh, that, that'll date us. Internet. I'm an old man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's like, and we're already, you know, you think about like us and, and I've seen like all this data where like every, oh, it's how many, how many times people check their email. It's like 500 something times a day. Right. It's right? crazy. And it's like, how many times are you really checking your email or are you just like distracting yourself? Right. So it's like, we've all fallen. Our generation is. How many times you standing in a line and like, you can't just stand there and be bored. You got to pull your phone out and look at nothing. It's actually, like it's unbelievable. It's constant. It's, um, it's uh, go, it, go to a restaurant where people are waiting in line and you'll just see people like doing yeah. nothing on their phone all the time. But, but I agree. Cause and something I'm excited about with these podcasts is to like really get into like some of the behaviors and cause it's like, Oh, okay. Like I'm not really thinking, yeah, that's not good. I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't numb them out. But that is like such an addictive type right. behavior. Like just, you know, to avoid boredom, avoid thinking, avoid pain, avoid doing just to numb out. And then the, just like what you said to teach our kids like, so not only that, so not only are we embracing these horrible principles, these principles of addiction right. on a small scale, which can end up leading to massive levels. But now we're like training, <laughs> right. you know, our children. Training future addicts. And, and, and technology is only going get, right. to get better and better and more and more numbing out is going to occur. So it's like, where, where's this headed? Uh, our, so our brains are designed to do what, what we can to avoid pain, to not feel pain. And so... Um, we've gotten really good at producing products, things that can can uh, help us avoid pain, and those those things are refined down. They're 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 just there for the the hit, the dopamine rush. So so things like you look at sugar. Sh- what color is sugar? White. 
okay it's and and it's a powder right yeah what else is white in a powder cocaine <laughs> yeah so so cocaine is refined down into this thing that you take a hit of it it hits your brain and you feel good right yeah. sugar's the same way our media now um, you, you know you, you don't have to grab a soccer ball and set up the soccer net and find kids to go play with you and stuff in order to get a rush and a feel-good feeling you just grab a, an iPad and you got a thousand games right there that you can just play and it's easy and accessible and, and right there you don't have to go through the pain to get the pleasure yeah. and 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 the problem is is feeling that pain you know what why would you eat brown rice over white rice because it's healthier why is it healthier do you know well anything brown i feel like has got to be healthier but this is why it's healthier so white rice is more pure white rice doesn't have the the fiber in it and things like that it can it can hit now i'm not a nutritionist but it hits your your um metabolism and it gets metabolized really easily and it turns into energy right um, brown rice, you eat it. It's got it's got husks in there. It's got fiber, so your body has to work harder to get the energy out of it. Um, and and so so think about it. Brown rice is healthier than white rice. Brown white rice is healthier than white rice because it takes more work. Mm -hmm. There's more pain that your body has to go through in order to get the energy out of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the same concept with this addiction thing. Yeah. We've, we, we have all these products that just like are refined down, quick hits, easy to get. And we're losing the ability to go through the, the painful part that is so important for us. Right. Yeah, for sure. So well, I think even just like, you know, like you said, it's just when in the moment when <clears throat> when you're numbing out or when the kids are going nuts, it's so easy but it, but when these like what we're talking about right now, I almost feel like maybe one of the top three most pertinent issues in society right now that is it is one of the most addictive and destructive behaviors that if we continue that, I, like it's it scares me about like where where things are going to be. Yeah, I, th I think this is one of the most concerning things right now that's going on oh I, I mean this the the addiction epidemic is real and it's not getting better right now yeah right? but th even this specific aspect of that like the way that we're dealing with having to connect technology right, right, right. Out, with having to deal with pain with having to get vulnerable right like, that is the greatest attack on that right now and those are the biggest principles of recovery is doing those things right um derek likes to cook and uh, yeah, I'm, B's actually had my, my jambalaya. Yeah, his so jambalaya was horrible. It's a great jambalaya. It was the first <laughs> he, go around. But he made me jambalaya once. It was not good. Delicious. But but here's the thing. There's like there's a guy that gave it a nine out of ten. <laughs> thing about it is is like, you know, if I really want good food, I can walk across the street right now and like buy it like that. Boom. Yeah, right. Yeah. Again. Another example of quick and easy, no pain to make it, and it hits my gut quickly, and then I get fat off all the fast food, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's, but it's in those little moments like you just talked about, Derek. It's like when, it, when an addict thinks, you know, I can have a beer right now and not deal with my, my wife nagging me at all. Like, I, I'm just going to drink some. I'm going to go down to the basement and, and watch some sports and just, like, not deal with her right? And your brain is saying, yeah, that's what I want to do. 
Like really, that's that 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 would be great. But if you can look at that and say, okay, but but hang on here. Like, what really would be best for me? What would be best for me is to go in, talk to my wife, hear what she's saying, communicate, and not numb my life out, right? Yeah. But it's making those decisions in that in those small moments that that, that helps you stay out of addiction, and 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 it, it goes against our nature. Yeah. You know. And that that's why I think really like it's the discipline of structuring your life. Right. Because I mean, because that was probably the biggest thing that helped me was to avoid some of those easier decisions and those distractions. And those are still difficult. Like I fell into those all the time. Right. You know, but just when I look at like my three and a half years sobriety, it's like it's a huge part, you know, directly correlated to setting up like a structured set where my life is built around recovery based decisions you know like those little decisions are mapped out for me well i'm doing this no matter what i'm going to this meeting i'm waking up at this time i'm calling this guy but but really what you're structuring into your life is uh, is the structure to help you to be able to tolerate a lot of the pain in your life right yeah, absolutely you have a support system yeah. you have um you have structure you got to get up in the morning you have to feel certain levels of pain in order for you to have a healthy happy unaddicted life Right? That's, that's interesting thing about the rice, seriously, because that's life, like summed up. Yeah. If, when you think about all the things that are valuable or important or have been good for you in your life, it's always directly kind of like going into the pain. Right. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Absolutely. Healthy relationships are built upon like being able to get down to that pain with each other. Yeah. That's what intimacy is. So, um, so yeah. So stop avoiding pain. Stop. Stop. Uh, you know, don't intentionally go cause pain in your life obviously but uh but allow yourself to feel feel the good feel the bad feel the vulnerable like be vulnerable and be present in what is and and allow yourself to feel if you if you if you're grabbing something all the time to just escape then you're feeding the addiction um and so so yeah any last thoughts Derek yeah no? just kind of you know, man up, stop being a bitch. You know? I mean, <laughs> I but, no, but literally like just, it, just kind of enjoying being in that pain. I mean, you know, I think yeah. people that have been like heavily into working out or done something like incredibly difficult or, you know, reach new heights at work and stuff. It's like, man, I look back as we're just talking about this. Like I love the pain. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I, like a lot of the times I don't, but like when I look back on those things that have, are most valuable to me, like they've been painful. It's been the brown rice type situation. Okay. So to sum this up, um, embrace pain, um, be more authentic, don't live in that false self, um, try to just own it, be real, right? Um, Social media, yeah, know, I think like be very, and with the kid, you know, with kids. Balance with that kid. out. It's We're not saying, you know, we're, we're posting this on Facebook as we speak, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so we're not saying like get rid of all of that in your life, but, but keep it balanced and, and don't feel like, you gotta be. Don't be fake on Facebook. Yeah. Don't, you know, be 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 real in every part of your life and be connected, right? And, and so. I would say, I would say that like as a challenge is just to try to really like get vulnerable with someone, you know, today consistently. Like that's I, I yeah. think about that like as I go throughout my day. Like I want to just really get into some shit. Yeah. You know, let's 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 rummage it up. Yeah. Yeah. Someone is, somebody says, hey, what what you doing this weekend or how's your day? It sucks. Yeah. Like I struggled today. This was, let me tell you who I really am here. Right. Yeah. Be honest with them. Um, so, all right, you guys, um, if you like this episode, then please, uh, share it 
on share it on Facebook, share it on Instagram. Um, another thing is check out our Patreon uh, site. It's under the Shrink and the Drunk on Patreon, and uh, there you get more content. You get more in-depth content um, that will help you in your recovery. So have a good day, guys, and we'll see you later.